important topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL Show. We are live across the world. I have a special guest in here, but let me say what's up to Coach B and uh, Pimpin' Ken down in Atlanta. <laughs> what's Ken, are you pimping, huh? Ken, be pimping. Ken, are you okay, Ken? Ken is back in action. What happened, yeah, man? Were you, were you texting and driving or something? Uh, in nah, the- man, I was a passenger, man. You still could have been texting. I was just on the ride, man. <laughs> what, what you, you smash your arm up? That's the beat. That's the hand you beat it up with, ain't it? What you smash your arm up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all got you. Yeah, put your I can imagine what it was like last week when I wasn't on the air. <laughs> we, well, you know, if you miss. We're going to talk bad about you. Well, Ken, if you miss, you always... <laughs> hey, uh, this is what we do. Right? If you're not here today, we're going to talk bad about Coach you. Coach B, what's up? Hey, since, Ken, you know since you miss, you always subscribe to our iTunes podcast and I, catch up. Absolutely. I got all our um, iTunes in, on the podcast. I got it on the um, on my iPod. So that's yeah, a good so deal. Yeah, we, yeah, Ken. Well, welcome back, Ken, man, for real. We was we was kind of worried about you. I appreciate, kinda, appreciate it. Yeah, kinda, whatever. Kind of a very loose word. Yeah, that's true. I ain't gonna lie to you. That is true. Hey, we got a, I got a special. We got a special guest, man. Uh, Kurt Risky. Am I saying the last name right, Kurt? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Kurt, if he said it wrong, smack him, Kurt. Man, I'm messing with Kurt's a good guy, man. I want to get some background on him. He was he played uh he played baseball. Um, you know, he was uh, moving around. He used to pitch, right? Yeah, he pitched. But more important than that, because that baseball stuff is not important to what he's doing right now. And I'm a huge fan of the Smash Burger, man. Have you ever been there? The first time I went to Smashburger, I had a uh, All American with an egg on it. You know, I like egg sandwiches, so I um, I put a, a fried egg on it. Mm. Sandwich or sandwich? I don't <laughs> sandwich. Don't make me call you something around with that. Hey, <laughs> I was um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't even smoke, but you know, after that, but I needed a cigarette. That thing was so good. <laughs> it was so good, man. And well, Kurt, welcome to the show. Thanks, uh, man. Thanks for having me. What up? Uh, we uh, I know you got a lot going on, man, but I do want to talk about uh, a, a few. You got quite a few things going on, so I want to talk about it throughout the show and, sure. and see how we can help out. Uh, what we need to do, always give us the information because we uh, th- these two guys, on Rich and and Ken, they always man, they always try to keep it out. And you say you have eighty four locations across the uh, country right now. Yeah. See, Ken is an ATL, so. And uh, he'd be putting it out like that. Rich is in Virginia. That's why he's so greedy. That's why he wanted to know, was there someone on the East Coast? Perfect, yeah. Hey. We, sh- we should be coming your way soon if we're not there already. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm on my way up to uh, Pennsylvania, actually, in the end of the month, in October, for a new job. So okay. uh, it's not too far from Jersey, about the Philadelphia area. Perfect. So uh, most definitely we did need to get in touch and see what we can do to partner up in other ways to get your um, the business out there in the um, 
Pennsylvania. No, it sounds good. Too. I appreciate it. It seems like he opened up. Well, you guys open up here in Arizona like one every week or one every month. <laughs> it's like we're uh, we're about one every three months right now. We uh, we got four open and uh, hopes to open up thirty in the next seven years. So we're we're moving quick. Well, let me say this first. Right. Um, uh, Smashburger Ken and uh, Smashburger. I mean Kurt and Smashburger. They ha- they um sponsor our foundation they did a good job i think for every uh, every buyer came in and they donated a dollar they posted up on the wall it was a great event for the uh, Kwam lassa foundation and you know we don't and what we did with that was we bought a lot of shoes and we're doing that now for the uh, phoenix children hospital so uh without sponsors like kurt and uh, smashburger uh, a lot of stuff won't get done uh and i'm glad you i'm glad you was a part of that man and helping us out i appreciate that first and foremost uh, also, uh, I know you have a golf tournament. Come on. You know I love the golf. So you got the 6th Annual Arizona uh, Melanoma Network Charity Golf Event. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got that uh, October 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the board of uh, the Arizona Myeloma mm-hmm. Network, which is a, a bone cancer. And, uh, you know, if anyone, we need golfers uh, with donations, anything like that, if uh, you guys can go to uh, AZ Myeloma Network at Cox.net. Uh, Barbara Cavanaugh, she's uh, the president of the foundation. Her husband was diagnosed, and uh, he's, you know, he's on about, I think, 16, 17 years. He's, he's still doing well, though. So uh, for more information on that, you can also contact Ron Baker, RLBaker00 uh, at AOL.com. His phone number is 623-266-2045. So we do need some golfers for that event as well. I know Ken does a good job with our uh, fan page and uh, all of us up there. So, Ken, if you, uh, when you get a minute, you can get that out, uh, and then um, they can hit us up over here on Voice America Sport. Coach B, what's the number? Yeah, you sent us an email. one 888 I love to come play, too. Both of y'all going to so talk at the same time? I, know. I, thought you, I thought you did say, Ken, Coach B, what's the number? What's, what's the number, Coach? It's 888-346-9144 in some areas, Fofo in others. If you're a Bama, it's Fofo. Fofo. Well, it's Newport News, Atlanta, Fofo. Ken, what was you saying, Ken? Hey, hey, hey I, I just want to get into the uh, into the tournament, how we can get into the tournament as well. Uh, I know Kwame said he loves the golf, but actually loving the golf and knowing how to play golf is two totally different things for him. So let me know when you want a real player to come out there and play well, I tell you what, smartest. You balls made me curse. Look, I tell you what, you come out October twenty third. Let's get into this. Let's do this. And they got a. I always win the long drive, I, I've and seen I'm it. still talking I've about golf. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I it. The long drive is only one person playing. <laughs> hey, Kurt, did we play together we, or not? We did play. He uh, he did. He hit it down the middle about three forty. So it, he it, been he he. He meant 360. I think I was 360. <laughs> uh, he's, now, now, he's, now he's slipping me a 20. He's slipping me a 20. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we, we, uh, Kurt, um, Ken know I can play. He's just, uh, talking crazy because he's still on that medication from his, his beat off hand is, uh, broken up. <laughs> it's broken down. So, hey, man, we got kids to listen to our show. Do we? Yeah. No, nah, they, they should be in school. My, okay. My, my kids now, nah, they out for two weeks, and that's crazy. They just well, got you know, back in school. Well, you know, they go to school year round, though. I know, that's true. Oh. So they get two weeks, nine weeks, two weeks, nine weeks, two weeks. All right. Um, Kurt, we all, let's, let's get on to some Smashburg, man. I'm telling you, it's the best, man. I'm telling you, if you can, Rich, sure. if you ever Bring get a it chance. To Atlanta. Bring it to Atlanta, Kurt. Bring all right. it here. I would He's a good guy. Well, both of these guys are good guys. Uh, if, if you if you get in Virginia or wherever, Coach going in uh, a Steelhawks. But you get in D.C., period. You're not thinking about the chain. And Atlanta. They're, you tell them, pub it up. I mean, it's, it's going to speak for itself. 
But right. those those two guys for real. And I well, I put, I put my let me know. Uh, stop uh, stop talking on me. I put my name uh, behind those two guys right there. They they right. they'll pub it up for real. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Nah. Quickly, you know, Smashburger, uh, you know, it's a better burger uh, concept that, you know, started a couple years ago. Uh, what makes us different is, uh, you know, quite a few things. We, uh, we, one's our beef. We take 100% certified Angus beef. We smash it on the grill, giving it, you know, that caramelization holds all the juices in. And I know how to smash them, too. He has smashed them. <laughs> we, uh, you know, top it off with the highest quality of cheeses, freshest produce. Uh, we got phenomenal sides. We got these smash fries tossed with rosemary, olive oil, and garlic. Uh, sweet potato fries, veggie frites. Um, we we do the Hagen shakes. We got beer. We got wine. Uh, smash salads, smash chickens, Chicago dogs. You know we don't leave anything out. And so. you you guys also have a new menu. Is that part of the new menu you just went over? Right yeah, now? yeah, yeah. We we had some salads and we had some chicken sandwiches before. Um, what we did is because you know the chicken sandwiches were basically a burger profile. We switched that up. We you know we got real chicken sandwiches with with a uh, crispy chicken or regular chicken. Right. Um, you know now with more of a chicken sandwich profile, and then we we threw in some healthier salads, a little something for the ladies. So okay, and, and you too, Rich. Let me, let me ask this question. Sure. Uh, is it franchise opportunities or is it all corporately owned? Uh, franchise opportunities. Yep. So you got to act quick. You can go to smashburger.com dot com and uh, and yeah. get all the information on that. What are the, okay. what are what are the franchise numbers? If you know them off the top of your head, like if you're trying to get into. Them? Oh no, I I can't talk about that. You oh, you came for real? On, on, no, yes, that man. Come on, Kwame. <laughs> Shut up, uh, boy. That's a dumb question. Boy, don't get cut <laughs> off. Hey, 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 um, Dion. Cut me off, Dion. He got Wait. one more time. <laughs> I'm smacking you in. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so uh, franchise uh, smashburger dot com. Yeah. Okay. Yep, you can look up all the information on that. Um. You know, like I said, we're opening up almost one a week. We should, uh, I think we have about 500 signed up already for the next five years. Uh, we're getting ready to go international as well. Awesome. So it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a new hot thing. We're, we're moving quick, and uh, the response has been phenomenal here in the Valley. So uh, looking forward to keep plugging along. Oh, that's good, good man. Hey, yeah, thanks, man. You can always come on our show. Whenever you got something coming on, this this is real, and these guys know this. Uh, whenever you got something um, you have going on, you can always come on the show. You either come in like you are now in the studio. appreciate that. Or call in and, and or give us the information. We'll get it out there. I said. Most definitely. I'll right. definitely let some people know on the East Coast what's going on with Smashburger. And, and you can check out. As Go ahead, people Coach. Are opening up, as people are opening up new franchises or new locations, I would definitely um, – get involved anyway you need me to out here uh it's, it's a great sounds like a great burger i can't wait i've been in phoenix for a week in november so i'll oh, uh, definitely perfect. eat there two or three times yeah definitely um, uh you know after the show whatever you can get my number and we can meet up and uh, I'll, I'll treat you to a burger that's for sure you can forget about that um look <laughs> You come. See, he's, he's, he's one of those haters. Oh no, no! I was just playing. I was talking about. I was talking about something else, boy. I was talking about something else. Was, um, yeah, nah. We we do that. Um, what I was going to say about Ken and um, Ken and Rich, these guys. Um, it crosses blank my mind going blank. So it probably was nothing. All right, man. Let's. T- <laughs> well, nothing, boy. Well, I got to say one thing today is my birthday. I'm 41 today. So today your birthday. Happy birthday, yeah, man. For you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a month ahead of you, Kwame. Hey, we've been friends for uh, what's that? Twenty five years or something like that? Thirty years? Yeah, about twenty some years, man. And today your birthday? Huh? I was gonna say yeah. our birthday later, later, but you ain't gonna bring it up. You ain't let me bring it on air. No, I, I, I said cause I, I can't be on long. I got. I, I'm you know, lying I anyway. Today, I know you are. Is that why he's driving now? It's his birthday. What's that? Is that why he's talking drunk right now? It's his birthday. It's his birthday. He gotta go. Where you gotta go? 
Football uh, again? Football you know how it is. I got, I'm bringing down film right now. I, just high school stuff, man. You know, we lost homecoming last week. We got drudged. You know, so we're just trying to, you know, we're still 2-0 in the district, which is a good, you know, top first place in the district, but still trying to make moves. And, you know, 2-3 and three right now, but I think that, you know, we can close out the district. We'll close the district out 7-3, and three, number one in the district, and make the playoffs. I think we'll be okay. So you don't plan on losing them but one more game uh, from here on out? I don't plan on losing no more game. You two and two right now? Three, two and three. Sorry. Oh, two and three. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Hear something in your mouth. It's okay. Hear something in your mouth. I don't know who in there with you. But look, no, I got nothing in my mouth, partner. <clears throat> All right, listen. We're gonna uh, sure we're gonna take a break in a minute, but uh, I do want to come back, Kirk, uh, give a little background of uh, your um, your sports career, and sure. then, and I want to keep talking about the. Uh, the 6th Annual Arizona Melanoma Network Charity Golf Event. It's October 23rd, 2010. Um, I would get the information if you can. These guys are better than me at getting information out, especially they stay on top of it. But uh, we get it out, i tell you that much. And uh, check out our fan page on Facebook. Um, Coach, you can go. You was talking about when it's coming to D.C., but you can go on the um, on a uh, Facebook and check it out, too. Because I, I think okay. I'm, I have one up there that, you know, it's, you know those things you say you like, dislike. It's yeah, on, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check it out today. Yeah, it's on, and, and peruse the, the international web. You know how I do. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's up, on, what, what, Ken? What's, what else is up, man? We got to do a minute with Ken. We got that for today. Oh, we got it. Well, we got it. You know, we always got a good minute with Ken today. <laughs> man, man, <laughs> All right. Well, then, then how about this? Let's take a break. Kwame Lasso, the sports sometime rich with Ken from the ATS show. We got a special guest, uh, Kurt. Risky from Smashburger. We'll be back in about two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. West again. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lodge Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL Show. We got a special guest, Kurt. Kurt, you can join in anytime. We're about to talk some sports. Uh, I know you got a uh, sports background, so we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk some football uh, right now. Before Yeah, I need something. I got something to say. All right. Well, go ahead since you're going to cut me off. Uh, since, uh, football this week. What you, th- what you thought about the games this week? Coach Man, B. I, just, I think I have a question to ask. Are we really worried about New England Patriots again this year? Who, who? I mean, they scored a touchdown last night on every facet of the game. I mean, and they don't have any prominent players except Tom Brady. They have no starting running back. You know, Ben Jarvis Ellis, is Green Ellis, is a, he did his thing last night. But, I mean, who do they really have besides that, that little mini Heisman winner they had um, from the Division um, Two area? I forgot his last name. Wood, Woodyard or whatever it is. But... I mean, New England has done it again almost. I mean, they came through last night. First quarter wasn't the best quarter in the world for Tom Brady and the Patriots. But, man, did they ever put a stomping on the, on the Dolphins in every facet of the game, offensively, defensively, and special teams. As a coach and as a player, that is what you want. I mean, they score a touchdown in every facet. Coach, don't you think uh, points. Don't you think the Patriots are going to have to run the ball at some point when they get into the playoffs now? What they're doing now, we'll get them in the playoffs. And, you know, everybody expects them to be in the playoffs, uh, the New England Patriots. Even though it's a tough AFC conference, uh, AFC uh, conference, a division, I'm sorry, because um, I've seen teams go 10-5, and 11-4, uh, and, and couldn't get in. 11-5, uh, couldn't get in. 10-6, 11-5, couldn't get in. It's tough. But when they get in the playoffs uh, – they will be in the playoffs. <clears throat> Don't you think it is? Uh, they have to be able to run the football at some point? Now, I was surprised they did that against the Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins were one of the teams in that division that had their numbers. Well, num- well, first of all, you got to give ups to Wake, that defensive end for Miami. He is a beast. Coming from the CFL, two years, the second year in the league. Um, I just think that, you know, the New England Patriots have always been, haven't been a prominent running team. You know, when they won the three Super Bowls, they they did they they didn't have a thousand yard rusher, if I'm not mistaken. It was all on Tom Brady and the receivers. Right. And the, the running game just put them in a position to throw the ball, and that's how they do. That's how Bill Belichick offense is. His running game puts them in a position to throw the ball. What? Well, I, t- I tell Randy you, Moss, Wes Walker, uh, and Woodyard or Woodchuck or whatever the name is. You know, they don't. They are a very good team, and it's, it's shocking that they just continuously find guys to be role players, and that's all New England Patriots are. They're, they're, they have, you know, six, 55 role players on that team, with the exception of, well, 54 with the exception of Tom Brady. Well, you know what? They're run players nowadays, and it's just not the uh, New England Patriots. It's a quick uh, it's a quick pass to uh, Wes Welker. 
Those are run plays now. It's like quick screens now. So I'd rather mm-hmm. be um, on my next play. I want to be uh, second and five, second and six. And you, as a coach, know that you can do a whole lot of things with that type of uh, down and distance. Yeah. So and Ben Jarvis last night was running, running. You know, he was getting three and a half, four yards to carry, and that's all you want as an offensive guy: so three to four yards to carry. You know, three to four yards in cloud of dust is an old moniker, and and that's what you want. The thing is, is you know. With Tom Brady, Randy Moss, you know Wes Welker, um, Gonzalez from uh, the Gonzalez kid, uh, uh, Aaron you know, Hernandez from uh, Miami. Oh, Cam Back. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cam Back <laughs> interrupted me. I know I may have said the wrong name, but Jesus, oh, let me finish. And I was seriously though with Wes Hernandez. I mean, they just—they're just. I mean, and I'm—I'm you know, a Baltimore Ravens fan, you know, through and through. And I just think that New England right now is a team to beat in the AFC. I had to watch what they did last night against Miami. What are you for? You think they the team to beat? Did you watch the Baltimore play Pittsburgh Steelers? It's his birthday. He's still yes, over here. Baltimore play Pittsburgh. You, and Ben Roethlisberger is coming back this week. The AFC Jets will win. Will win. Defense, defense will win those games. Not that uh, yes. high power offense. You going when you not when you getting your hand on Tom Brady and you and all of us know. <clears throat> <clears throat> a lot of rules were changed for him uh, to stay off the quarterbacks. But when you got in a great – If you got in a – been scored 28 points last I night. I wish I had a mute button. If they um, – <laughs> If they um, – You mute yourself. <laughs> but, if you, Coach, if they if they get into Tom Brady like that, you know you know the Baltimore Ravens defense, and when they won a the Super Bowl, they didn't do it with an offense. You know that defense took them all the way to the Super Bowl and won it. But, so, again, they scored 28 points on defense last night. Yeah, well, who were they playing? The teams in defense scored 28 points. No, I'm sorry. Probably, no, they scored 30 points. It was only Miami. It was only Miami. It was Miami. And I want to say Miami is still in a, in a, a building process. you got to think about uh, what's the big tuna. He's not even there anymore because of a common policy situation where they're trying to make him the uh, general manager. Uh, so it, it is Miami. I, I like Miami. I thought Miami had a better chance than what they uh, portrayed last night and went in a football game. But it is Miami, and right now, I mean, I won't count Miami out uh, for beating a couple of teams that we think they're going to lose. I just didn't think they was going to lose that bad um, last night against the Patriots. Yeah, I was still thinking you're not talking about the Baltimore Jets. You think it's the Jets in that conference, Ken? I mean, I've, I call this just preseason since we've been talking about this in the, in the AFC period. I think right now you got to look at your, your cream of the crop, the Jets, the Baltimore Ravens, the, the Steelers. Those are your, your cream of the crops. I think coming in fourth behind them, yeah, we can make a, a claim for Miami Dolphins to be right there. But for Miami Dolphins, not Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, but for New England Patriots to get back to the Patriots of old, to that Super Bowl Belichick winning team, they got to conquer the Jets and the Ravens and the Steelers, which right now are playing the best ball out of anybody in the AFC right now. Well, not a very good ball at all. And I'm you win that game, Brad. You win the game on Sunday with Charlie Batch at quarterback. If Ben's at quarterback, you can't play that bad. Bottom line. So I, you know, I'm a Ravens fan, like I said, through and through. This, so don't give me that Raven crap. But you know, Charlie Batch is. We don't, a, we don't play very good ball. We didn't play very good ball on Sunday. And we still no, won no, no. the Steelers defense. I think was just a little bit better quarter. because you got to remember, look who all the Steelers have played this this year already. Everybody questioned the first game when there was the Falcons and the Steelers. Maybe the Falcons' offense was just not hitting on all cylinders, but they proved after that no, it wasn't the, the offense. It was just the Steelers' defense. The Steelers has a great defense this year, especially with Palomaru back in that lineup back there, just just causing a havoc back there in the backfield. Um, I mean, you got to give credit to the uh, to the Steelers' defense. It, it, it's not 
the, the Baltimore Ravens offense. It's the Steelers' defense. They give everybody. Well, again, though, Ken. Again, though, Ken, it's the, our defense. Okay, we don't have Red Reed. We got don't have Dominic Foxworth. We got suspect corners. We, we don't win no defense. I've said them yeah, corners were suspect a long time ago. That defense. Yeah. Uh, uh, who who did they beat? Uh, was it the? Uh, I forgot one of the. Uh, I said they're suspects. They had a suspect defense with Reed out with the two corners. Um, but yeah. they still. But you still have Ray Lewis, and you can see what Ray doing at the age of thirty six. Ray's thirty six, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, but still, it's like. This, is there a letdown from when he won a Super Bowl to this date right here? Now, how long ago no, was no. that? No, it's not no, a letdown. He still won make Super Bowl in two thousand. Right, and no, he's not a letdown. Because Ray Lewis is Ray Lewis. But what I'm saying is. That secondary, if Ben would have been playing, that would have been Charlie Bass is playing, and you only, you know, and you barely win the game. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm not saying Charlie Bass is, is a horrible quarterback. He's a good quarterback, a backup. He's a career backup. I'm just saying the way they played down this weekend, they played down to their opponent. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense was legit. You know, Flacco just made some good, good, played some good ball. I think Charlie Bass. is that I think that, huh? I think Charlie Bash did um, exceptional, considering he's the fourth-string quarterback over there. When Ben went down, they had uh, Dennis Dixon, and then they brought Leftwich in to even um, even be in front of Dennis. And then Charlie oh, Bash did it. They were talking about cutting this guy uh, before the season even started. But he's a well-seasoned vet. They didn't give him a lot of... They didn't get you. Got to you. Got to think about the Dick Limbo uh, defense. That was a pressure defense. That's the defense that's gonna keep them in the game. That's the one that won the Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals last time they were there. You got to think about. I'm not gonna put too much in Charlie Batch's hand. They could, and at the same time, with a defense like the Pittsburgh Steelers, arguably one of the best. You can add the Baltimore Ravens in there. You can add the Jets defense. Um, but you could take those chances. You can throw downfield, and and I'm sure all of us agree that those passes that Charlie Batch threw. Um, should have been intercepted, but then you yeah, could take. You could take even even without uh, uh, you know Ben Roethlisberger for Pittsburgh Steelers. This still is the second best team in the AFC, behind, and I think number three is the Baltimore Ravens. So when you say the Baltimore Ravens played down to their opponent, how do they play down to their opponent when the AFC uh, second Who? place team in the East right now is Pittsburgh Steelers? I said it. Oh, so okay. Charlie Bass is everybody. Like, he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> This is his birthday. He drunk, so he don't know what he's talking he about. He drunk on a high school campus. You can't, you can't, a three can't play down to it, too. The Ravens are the third best team in the AFC. <laughs> the Jets, the Steelers, and the Ravens, and the Patriots. Uh-huh. How do you sit here and say the Steelers are the second best team in the AFC? Child, please. They, yeah, they're winning without their fortune. All right. Well, one of you guys, please explain to me what the Cincinnati Bengals are doing. Uh, they, they're they just have, going south. Is it because they have no identity? Because I think Carson Palmer is trying to please to be too much of a pleaser and not the the head of that team, and not just the offense, but the head of the team. He's the face of the team. But then even even with the noise and the reality show, the Terrell Owens guy or Ocho Cinco, uh, is he trying to please? And then Ben Cedric Benson is there. They have everything they need to win football games. But then you go into you lose a game to Cleveland. You beat uh, you beat the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Then you lose to the uh, Cleveland Browns. I don't think uh, Mangino has a really good pulse of that team. I think with that win, the Cleveland Browns probably saved Mangino's job through to the end of the season, which I thought he would get fired by week eight. But winning that game in uh, Cincinnati, uh, winning that game against Cincinnati, I think he probably saved his job. But what are the Cincinnati Bengals doing? And we got probably a minute and a half, two minutes. 
uh, before well, we go to break. You said it right there when you, when you talk about the T.O. show and the Ocho Cinco show. It, it, it's, it's too much reality there on that, on that team right there. It's just too much want to be Hollywood. It's, I think they're thinking about uh, what I'm going to do in the end zone when I score before, hey, let me just see if I can catch a ball and get the ball into the end zone when first. Is, when does that change? The season, they're both their seasons are over with. They're on hiatus or whatever they call it. So that has nothing to do with how they're playing football. And since when have we known both of them, haven't they thought about as they're running their route and catching the ball, <laughs> what am I going to do in the end zone? Seriously. Well, both of you guys got a poem, but I thought they had put that to the side. I thought I didn't hear so much from uh, Ocho. Uh, We're going to take a break, man. We're going to come back with that. Uh, but I do want to. I do need to understand what the Cincinnati Bengals are doing when they have everything in place. Costa Palmer is not taking that uh, control of that offense or that team. Deanna, next time put this music at the end so I can get my sexy voice on. No, no, I thought we retired that. Hey, yeah, this is the Kwame of Sports. We, we cut that off and what? retired nothing. Can I finish my uh, no, outro? Man. No. Sports sometime, Rich, with Ken from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Ah, welcome back to the show. This is Kwame Lassen Sport. We left out the rich. Rich had to go get his haircut, and he's bald headed. Uh, we got a Ken from ATL, though. Ken always around. Uh, got a guest yeah, in us, yeah. uh, Kurt Risky from uh, Smashburger. Uh, Kurt, uh-huh. me, let's get a little background before we get into some more sports. And I do want to talk about the Cardinals. I know that's your team too, right? Right. Okay, that's my team too. And Rich said a lot of trash before he got off the air. He sure did. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. Well, get, let's get a little uh, – I know you play sports as well. Give me a little background on that. Uh, yeah, I played over at uh, Central Community College uh, in Casagrande. That was uh, 99-2000 I was there. Um had a good team. Had uh, Rich Harden with the Rangers. Had Scott Harrison with the Padres. Little disappointed in that for the last couple of days. The Padres not making the playoffs, blowing that with the Giants. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what can you do? Um, after that, I was over at a small school in Oklahoma and then uh, ended up playing in Europe for a year over in Holland, of all places, to be playing baseball. But uh, <laughs> it was a good time, that's for sure. So. Well, baseball is universal now. That's why That's why the United States baseball is more of uh, minorities now. It's not even a... Uh, Everybody's from Japan or Puerto Rico or, or like you said, you was yeah. over in Holland. A lot of people from the islands playing. Yeah, yep. coming from the Dominicans. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was good ball out there too. So, I but that's like you said, it's it's getting big everywhere. You mentioned the Padres. Don't you think that was their fault? They had a chance to. Uh, what, the Man, Gi- the Giants. Yeah, that's hot. all. That's all on them. I yeah. mean, heck, they lost ten straight. You know, last month, and it, it's just it's just one of those things. They got you know. Don't lose. Don't you, don't lose ten straight, and then you take care of the Giants, and then you end up. You in the playoffs, right? I mean, you know, it's one of these deals where baseball—it's a long season, and uh, you got to get momentum going in towards the end of the season. Right. And if you don't, then then you're you're sitting at and home think, watching the playoffs, and that's too bad <laughs> because they they got uh, they got enough uh, talent on that team, and just like you said, the momentum. And where do you fall off? And you, I guess it was the ten games where they fell off, right? Uh, but you don't take that momentum, you can forget about it. And then it's, it's unfortunate because you're sitting back and like there's. There's teams in that playoffs that we're better than, but they was rising at the right time. Exactly. You know, that's all about that's, – that's what it's all about with ball, you know. Ken, yeah. can, can your Braves down there doing all right, right? Yeah, they're doing all right. But you know what? Since we do got a, a baseball player on fall with us, you know, we can do a quick minute with Ken, which was about baseball anyway. And I'd love to get your opinion, Kurt, on what you got to think about uh, what, what I got to say about it real quick. Sure. Well, let's do a minute with Ken now. Okay, let's do it. Well, my minute with Ken today was based on this the, the payroll with the with the with the baseball season this year for the teams who made the ba- the playoffs. I mean, three out of the top eight teams in in the major league baseball this year, uh, your Yankees, your Phillies, and the Giants had the highest payrolls. But did you see that five teams that made the playoffs this year were under a hundred million? The Twins, uh, the Braves, the, the Rangers. Uh, the Reds and the Rays. These teams are are, are vying for uh, uh, divisional championships and winning can possibly win a championship this year with lower payrolls than the Yankees. So are the days of not buying a championship over for the Yankees and the Phillies and the Red Sox? Uh, you can't say that. I mean, the Yankees are always going to be pulling money out of their pocket. That's for sure, and always going to be right there because of it. But you know, probably heck. Uh, I don't know what the heck they, they, they've been going, but if eight out of ten times, whatever it is, I mean they're they're in the playoffs, they're doing good. But you know, it, you guys know from playing sports, it ain't about the payroll; it's about the players, the camaraderie, the team. You know, putting the team first before yourself, and and the the teams that do that that are all about you know role players, like uh, Coach was saying earlier. You, I mean, it's all about role players, and especially in baseball. I mean, you got to be 
just giving herself out, bunting, getting the runner over, just not being selfish and doing the right thing all the time. Got to have good pitching, good defense, and just play solid ball. And you do that, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you you make. You know, you got good work, work ethic and uh, you care. You know, you're going to be there at the end, you know, if you guys can just put it all together and uh, have good camaraderie and uh, play play good hard ball. I know it's always uh, – go ahead, Ken. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me, let me throw a stat out there to you real quick. With Kwame, you can touch on this also, okay? The Yankees, the highest payroll in baseball, 231 million payroll for this <laughs> year, didn't win the pennant for that division. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays did. Ranked 19th in payroll, $76 million. Mm. That's, you know, I, I, that's, I, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it, you know, the payroll is one thing, but, you know, it'll get you to that point. But, I mean, the Yankees, I mean, they're a whole team full of superstars, and that's not always a good thing. And didn't they fall off at the, um, the, the playoff? Did they st- actually, they set some players out, if I'm not mistaken. They set some uh, guys out thinking other teams were going to uh, define their destinies for them as far as winning the pennant because they did lose to the uh, Boston Red Sox. Yeah. They did lose. To- but, Ken, that minute with Ken, I said that's always good because uh, I'll touch on this, and I, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a flashback. There were teams that didn't have any money or didn't put money into their team. Now, you talk about the Yankees. I think they're always going to do that because, uh, what Kirk said, it gets you to that point. It gets you to a chance to get into the playoffs. But do you remember the Florida Marlins won two World Series? They okay. had the, they had just – there was a um, – what is it? Not a, they were a um, – what's that word new I'm looking for? Yeah, new franchise team. There was a new franchise. But what's that word I'm talking about? Um, expansion. Expansion team, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um there was an expansion team, and then uh, came in and won the World Series. Then I think a, a year later they won it again, or, or yeah, a year after. They I mean, won that's it again. just role players coming together, playing hard, and believing in themselves. And you know, no one gave them a chance going in the season, going in the playoffs, even. And they just, you know, they got guys like Craig Council. I mean, right. that guy, that guy will do anything for his club. And you get him, you get you get nine guys like that on the field at the same time, and and you're dangerous. And that's because when you and. and uh, Ken, you know when you put a lot of money in one player, player one or two players, um, then uh, you have a disgruntled team. Like, why does this guy getting this money and he's not even producing? And that's where you can have too many superstars worrying about somebody else and not taking care of baseball issues. The Florida Marlins didn't do that because no one was getting paid. You might have had one or two guys getting paid, right. but it, it was a, it was an expansion team, so they knew, right. well, we'll come here, we're in Florida, we'll come here and we'll make our – this will be a stop until where we really want to go. Fortunately enough, they won a World Series uh, two out of three years. So that was, yeah, I don't think the money, the days of paying for championships or building a team for a championship are gone because I was, if you have the money, you can do that, to do that like the uh, New York Yankees, who's always who's always done it. Um, I think they will continue to do it because you got to get to that point. And then once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Your pitcher might be come, come alive. Your batting might be on that uh, uh, at the right time. And then, you know, you get down to it, you win, in, you win in World Series again, all over again. And then the first thing somebody's going to say is, well, they paid for a World Series. Well, yeah, we did. Because that's what we was trying to do, pay for a World Series. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and then, but that's what happened exactly with, when we talk about with the Yankees. And you got you got players like uh, A-Rod, who they brought in, paid them all this money to come in to, to perform in the postseason. But not one postseason that they've been in since he's been with that team has he actually shown up. I think they're paying for him um, – uh, according to A Rod stats, uh, they paying for him to get him there. Then somebody, someone else better take <laughs> over <laughs> because he. Yeah, yeah you, you're right, Ken. He does, he doesn't. Uh, for some reason, that's got to be a tough deal for him, man. Yeah, he that's got to be a tough deal. I don't know. It can't be pressure. Not at that point. Um, 
It, well, maybe it could because a lot of uh, pressure situations, we had guys taking steroids right. uh, to uphold. And he was one of the guys said uh, uh, to uphold that contract, he felt like he had to do more. He had to hit more, had to uh, defend more. Um, and that's where the steroid issues came in. So I don't know. I guess he did. They've settled with the fact that we'll pay a Rod to get us, help us get us to the, uh, to the game, to the win the pennants, and get us into the playoffs. And then maybe he'll catch be contagious when they start batting and hitting and doing all the rest of the stuff to win the World Series. So it's going to be very interesting to see that in this postseason with the Yankees. I mean, your top twenty million dollar players, maybe except for Derek Jeter, might be the only one that might be able to step up to the plate and prove that they were worth all this money, 20-plus million dollars uh, a year in the playoffs. Because if you look at it, Mark Teixeira, who started out real hot, have anybody heard of Mark Teixeira over the last month, month? In, in for the Yankees? No, he's Has anybody heard anything from A.J. Burnett? And uh, I, I believe the last start, season of Sabathia even got rocked for, what, seven runs? I mean, I think he finished up the season losing, what, uh, four out of his last five. He's 19-7 and seven with an ERA of over three, three? or four. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, so are these are these twenty million dollar players really making a difference in running a World Series this year? Especially when you got a team like the Tampa Bay Devil Rays with a seventy six million dollar payroll, who probably has the best pitching and maybe not necessarily the best batting, but their pitching is absolutely amazing with Price and Josh Johnson uh, leading that rotation. Yeah, you're right on that. I mean, you got to look out for Tampa Bay with that pitching. You, yeah. you get those guys going, you know. Four four out of the seven games, they're going to be tough. It, yeah, four out of seven games. Yeah, they get there. Especially if they got the pitching. But i tell you what, CC, when you give guys all that money, so much expectation, um, not just from the team, but those voting on the awards and stuff like that, he would probably get the Cy Young Award again. And not that he deserved it, because, Ken, his ERA is what, 3.2? Two, three point three, something like just that. Just under three, just under three. But nineteen and seven, he did win uh, he, the, the most. He had the most wins this year, right? He had the most wins, yeah. But he then he went in and um, he won it. Was it three years ago when he won nineteen? He had nineteen wins, or did he have twenty wins? Oh, um, uh, I think yeah, he had about nineteen to twenty wins. But he did win it then, and I believe in fairness that he he, he is a twenty one K winner this year. So it might be him and Roy Holiday this year. You're only twenty twenty one uh, win uh, pitchers this year, right? Um, if you're talking about who deserve it or who's uh, uh I think Roy Holiday probably, um, but who's probably going to get it is CC. You can't you can't stop that uh, that media marketing uh, they have out there in New York, man. They can do a whole lot of things where uh, Texas can't, uh, Tampa Bay can't. They can do a whole lot of things uh, uh, Cleveland can't, and those cities don't have that that marketing. Um, so that that's that's my opinion on on a Sion and who's going to get it, and who's deserving to get it. Um, that's it, Ken. Yep, that's it. Always great minute with Ken. Uh, let's do. Uh, let me remind you guys. Uh, is that uh, the 6th Annual Arizona Melanoma Network Charity Golf Tournament at McCormick Ranch Golf Clubs. McCormick Ranch is located at 7505 East McCormick Parkway. That's in Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252-480-948-0260. There are some contact numbers, too. Arizona Melanoma, Melanoma Network. That's uh, 2028 North 59th Avenue Suite. 115, number 448. That's in Glendale, Arizona. Also, uh, Barbara Kavanaugh. You can reach her at uh, 623-3888-6837. That's AZ Melanoma Network at Cox.net. Ron Baker, 
266-2045. That's rlbaker00 at aol.com. Uh, check it out. We need some golfers. Come out October 23rd. If you think you can beat me, come on out. Ken, and get you and get these and get these uh, telemates put on your head. Um, that's the information for that. The sixth annual Arizona Melanoma Network Charity Golf Tournament. This is Kwame Lassa Sports without the rich. He's going to get his hair cut, a bald-headed clown. Uh, but we got the Ken from the ATL, and uh, we got a special mm. guest. We got Kurt Risky from Smashburger. And here we'll be back in two minutes. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well the beginning of every week is crunch time with keenan howry we'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general it's crunch time with keenan howry every monday at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel and make your voice heard Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey welcome back to the Kwame lots of sports with rich and ken from the atl hey we back uh we got kurt uh risky from smashburger in the house i do want to say this before we get out um don't forget about robert tate's um october 9th uh Bowling event October 9th from 12 to 3 p.m. at Bronswick Kyrene Lanes. That's at 6225 West Chandler Boulevard. That's in Chandler 85226. $25 per person. You get the food and um, they say pop included, but it depends on where you are. That could be a soda. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, donations of, of any amount is appreciated. And Robert Tate does a good job, but we had him on the show last week. Uh, don't forget to come check out that. Um, 
There's a lot of NFL guys. It's a bowling event. It's fun. I think bowling is the way to go because it's, it's personable. You know, you have a lot of golf tournaments where it's interpersonal, where these guys, once they tee off, they're gone. You say you're doing it for the kids, but you never see the kids. Uh, and here's a great event. Uh, go to www.robertatenow.com or call at uh, 612-306-8668. Again, that's robertatenow.com. All right, let's move to some uh, NFC West, and uh, this is where this is where Ken wanted to go, and it's not a bad place to be. If you're the Arizona Cardinals and you're playing terribly, uh, you, there's two teams, there's two other teams that's two and two with you. So this is what might save the Cardinals from getting in the playoff. I thought they would win the division, but I thought they would battle with the San Francisco 49ers and win this division, and not by a long stretch, probably by one game, and it come down to the last game of the season uh, when these guys play each other. I thought it would be a uh, nine and seven. Nine and seven probably win it. Eight and eight might win this division, uh, but I thought it'd be nine and seven, ten and six. Uh, either way, with the Cardinals, St. Louis Rams with the Wonderlick genius uh, at quarterback uh, Bradford. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are two and two. St. Louis Rams two and two. Cardinals are two and two. What's happened and will save the uh, San Francisco 49ers, 49ers, who are sitting at zero and four right now, is because this division is weak. Uh, Ken, I'll let you speak a little bit on that. And, Kurt, I know you was a San Fran fan before you switched over to Cardinals since you made the right decision to come to the Arizona Cardinals uh, as a as a fan and as a supporter. But, Ken, uh, touch on that a little bit. This is just a division that is just in disarray, period. I just didn't see the 2-2 uh, the, the and two Rams being at the top of this division uh, in a first-way, three-way tie with the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. Just like you said, we talked about it uh, during the preseason. We thought, yes, this was going to be a, a division that would be battling out between the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. What's going on San Francisco 49ers, I am just totally uh, dismayed about because, first of all, you, you get rid of your offensive coordinator who was a, a huge problem, who had a problem with getting plays in in time that was just causing them penalties. And, and it just seemed like this, this offense just didn't know which way to go once they got on the field. And they're sitting at 0-4 right now at the bottom of the barrel, and then they come to Atlanta uh, to get beat by the Atlanta Falcons, who you know we allude to is a, a fifth-ranked power-ranking team in the whole NFL right, right. now. You know, and then they just went out there and they played a really great defense. But to come down to losing that game the way Nate Clemens did, uh, you know, that was just heartbreaking to see uh, uh, Mike Singletary go through that. But this is a team who's right there who's just having such uh, hard heartbreaks and bad luck game by game. They could be right there at the top of this division, but it looks like now this season is just a watch for them right now, and I think we just need to look out for the Cardinals and the Rams, who's probably going to battle it out for this first place uh, division. I, I think, um, um, let me ask you this, the uh, San Francisco 49ers have been playing hard football. Their offense haven't been, hasn't measured up to the defense, and, and that play about uh, what Nate Clemens did, I think Nate Clemens was just trying to make a play because when you playing bad, you don't want to leave it in the offense's hands. And and uh, I think Rowdy White was the guy who uh, stripped the ball from him. Uh, but Nate Clemens, the way he ended, when he intercepted that ball, uh, looking downfield, he think like if I score, it's over. Um, and, and losing teams figure out uh, find a way to do that. They find a way to lose. But Nate Clemens going downfield. If I score, it's over. If I put it in the offense. Uh, hands is over. So uh, you know, uh, an aggressive guy like that, and we and we've been taught as uh, defensive players, intercept the ball, get the ball in the end zone, 
I don't know if that was a smart play or was that was a play. Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say dumb. I, I don't know if there's a smart play or do you just give yourself t- your chance uh, for your offense to finish that game for them? I, I would like to say that the 49ers have been playing hard defense, and it's unfortunate that their offense can't match their intensity and keep them in football games because they was beating the 40, they was beating the uh, Atlanta Falcons about uh, what was it 14, 14, 14 nothing. nothing 14 nothing yeah. to start. I mean, it, you know, I sat there, I I I, I thought we were going to win for sure, yeah. and you know, to to lose that at the end is just. It's tough. I mean, I felt bad for Singletary, but, you know, there's 12 more games, and, and in this division, they can definitely turn this thing around and, and make a little push, I think. so. And I think yeah. that's the silver lining in this uh, if, with the 49ers, is they may lose a lot of games outside of it, but win a division, you get a wild card. Right. Uh, and it, it's going to probably be 8-8. Eight and eight. They just right. can't lose in division again. Mm-hmm. But this is a division where the winner can actually even come out of this division winning and going to the playoffs uh, with, with an 8-8 eight and eight record, or even a, I even go out on a limb, 7-8, uh, what is it, 7-9. Seven 7-9. And nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. It's possible. That's it's possible. very possible because, uh, I mean, there's, there's nobody really in this division that's really that strong. Each, all these teams are going to suffer, I would say, at least six or seven losses. Minimum. I don't think I, there's nobody that's going to go ten and six in this division. Nobody. And, okay? and, and I, think, I think I think it's going to be seven plus. So yes, there's a chance for a nine and uh, a nine and seven, an eight and eight, or even a seven and nine divisional winner. Yep. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't argue with that because at first I had it ten six, thinking the Cardinals was going to be. You don't you don't let guys go, or and and this is what I mean by letting guys go. Uh, Antrell Rowe, uh, Carlos Dansby, uh, Anquan Bolden. You don't let these guys go and not replace them with uh, equally or better players. And I don't think the Cardinals did that with those three guys. They did let Matt Lina go. I don't know if Matt Lina could play any worse than Max Hall or uh, Derek Anderson. Well, now, I'm I, not over there. Huh? What you say? Uh, I don't know if, who can. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, heck, the way those guys played and the, the line, I mean, heck, they got no protection. They're just getting beat, beat up every play. I and mean, I thought it was, uh, why is this guy, Matt Lina, still having quarterback controversy when he's been here five years? Uh, you bring in a new guy. He should grasp. He should have grasped the offense behind Kurt Warner and became a better player. But that's not the case. But I don't see him playing any worse than these guys doing. But I see the offense open up a lot more. This offense is not open under these guys, uh, Derek Anderson and and uh, Max Hall, and uh, and that's unfortunate because now the defense is at a point where they can't play aggressive. They can't get up on points and they can't blitz like they want to. They have to sit back. And teams like San Diego Chargers put up 41 points against them, and then you can't contain uh, Antonio Gates. Adrian Wilson can't cover him all game because you got to do certain things and stopping the run. And when they stop the run, that means Adrian Wilson's in the box, just like Pittsburgh does with uh, Palomar. Right. Uh, you got to be able to stop the run, so you put your uh, best player uh, on that defense in the box to make plays. Now, when you got him on a corner, corners are too small to check this guy. Uh, linebackers are too slow to handle him. So there was creating Mitch Max, and that's what the NFL is about. There's a lot of Mitch Max is going on, uh, and that's why I didn't think there was 31 points better than these guys, but they they put up 41 points on the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, flat out. I mean, they got to get some pass protection. I mean, there's they don't stand a chance with you know just them getting just beat up all day. I mean, you got to give them a chance to throw the ball. Right, and <laughs> then they got they got to establish a running game because uh, I, I I heard on the news the uh, yesterday that Beanie Wells, uh, I thought he was still hurt from the knee injury. He's he's he has no idea why he's not playing. He says he's not happy about it. Right. He said he don't know what they're thinking about upstairs, but. 
Uh, I'm trying to figure out why he's not in the running game because Tim Hightower is a pretty good runner. I think Tim Hightower is a good switch up, uh, a good one-two punch. He and Beanie wears. Uh, right. Bring Beanie in to pound him. Let Tim Hightower come on the goal line. Let Tim Hightower a lot quicker, I think, a lot faster. Um, make those explosive runs that he's been doing and they've been getting called back. And they got to eliminate the penalties, man. They've shooting themselves in the foot. And get everybody healthy. I mean, this team is just always, you know, seem to be just one or two players away from right there. But it's like every year they go through the same thing. All your top players are always injured. I mean, Fitzgerald, not 100% healthy. Early Doucette, not healthy. Benny Wells, not healthy. I mean, who is healthy on this team? This right. team has to come together health-wise and get back into the into the action and get this team back on track. But Ken Weisenhunt, uh, whatever's going on behind closed doors over there, why Benny Wells is not playing, this, these things need to be addressed because this team is right here on the, on the verge of winning a division that could be won. Right. You know, everybody else is falling off. This is a division that could be won and get back to where they were at a few years ago in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the show. Ken, you make a great point. And um, these guys got the New Orleans Saints. Then they got a bye week. So hopefully these guys will come back and they're healthy. Hey, this is the Kwame Lassa Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL Show. We'd like to thank our guest, Kurt Risky oh, with Smashburger. If you're anywhere in the Valley or anywhere near one, I, I recommend you check it out. Uh, it's the best. It's the best one I ever had. I'll tell you, that, and, that's, and that's the truth. Check out Smashburger. You can go on the website, smashburger.com. Check out Smashburger. Uh, call up and ask me about it. I'll tell you about it as I eat one. Hey, Ken, as always, man, I appreciate you. Take care, uh, we'll see Ken. you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management